The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down the middle, has got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for the Swain Event. With your host, Jason Sway. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two and a red flag. SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live. I'm live here from Betty Chevrolet, Parkside Drive, and Ben is back in a second home in the Low T Center studio. Feeling good, good mood today, positive vibes today. My man, Ben McKee, man, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Your sports teams are doing it big. John Morant, MVP level making the Pelicans wish they would have drafted him first um, a couple years ago. Your Steelers squeaking in the playoffs, thanks to the Jaguars. Thank you, Trevor Lawrence. Thank you so much. It's amazing what you can get done when you fire Urban Meyer. So, Ben, I know you're super, super happy about uh, your sports teams over the over the weekend, uh, except for one. But that's okay, man. That's okay. There's plenty of games to be played, but – a little worried about the one team, if, if they can get over the hump, if they can get it done in SEC play. I'm not sure what we're seeing right now. Not sure what we're going to see moving forward. But my man, Ben, good morning, sir. Good morning. If this is my second home, where would my first home be? Well, over there in South Knoxville. Okay, that, that's all I needed to hear. Thank you for admitting that my home is here in Knoxville. Yeah, finally, yeah, man, finally, finally put down some real roots, man, finally. Well, I know you like to go the uh, the gotcha route a couple of nah. weeks ago. New so year, I, new I, me. I, just, I, I appreciate you admitting the truth this morning to, to start off the, the week on the right note. You got it, my friend, you got it. New year, new me, man. New year, new year, so... Um, Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. I know Ace is fired up about about this week, man. We got some good stuff to, to touch on. We got a good show um, playing for you. It it's not all positive, but it's a good show, and it is what it is. We do the show based on the information that is presented, based on the information that is available, and um, I think there's more good than bad. There are, there is some bad, um, but I'm gonna touch on the good first, and that is Tennessee reaching, reaching on down deep. Like, expect the gadget. Go, go reach into the transfer portal and getting out a wide receiver. A wide receiver that many schools in the SEC wanted. Many schools outside of the SEC wanted. But Tennessee was able to reach and grab. What's that little game? The arcade? Is it? Is it? It's that main event, Chuck E. Cheese, where they have the stuffed animals, and you put in a quarter, or you swipe, and get the little claw, the joystick, and 
most of the time you're gonna lose. Most of the time you're gonna give your money away to the machines, but you you get the claw in the right area, and you push that red button, and the claw goes down and and grabs the stuffed animal. I'm sure that's how you got your girlfriend, Ben. You you, you got one of those teddy bears. He's like, here you go, boo. Here you go, boo. It's for you. That's how you got Savannah. Is that how it happened, man? No, Savannah slid in my DMs. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's and she'll right. tell you that she did. Ben, but on the first date, on the first date, did y'all did y'all go to an arcade? Did you get her a teddy bear from the claw, the claw machine? Uh, no. You never did the claw machine before. No, because it's it's a ripoff. I, I know it that a, it, it is a ripoff. <laughs> it's a ripoff. I'm not I'm not playing that game. It's it is it's stealing my money. It is it is a ripoff, but um, that's what Tennessee did, man. We reached down in there one try and said, "Come on, come on, Isaiah New York, let's go." Nayor, let's go. Let's be a Tennessee volunteer. Let's put you opposite Cedric Tillman. Let's get you the football. Meet Hendon Hooker. Meet Josh Heupel. Let's go. There was talk at the beginning that he would want to close. He wants to stay close to home, Ben. But um, we talked about this last week. I mean, if you want to play at the NFL level, you can't play. You can't play at home unless you're gonna play for the Cowboys or the Texans or probably the Saints. I mean. That's that's only three teams at the NFL. So uh, he picked the best place for him, and the the case is closed. Now Tennessee did lose out on the portal, Ben. They did indeed. With um with with Jared Verse, mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, forecasts and crystal balls pointing to to Florida State. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, it hurt. It hurt a little bit. It's stung. It's stung because it's a position of need, Ben. It is a position of need. Got to have that position. Um, you got Tyler Barron back. So he obviously needs to up his game, improve his game, have a better year in his third year than his second year. He will be the first to admit that. Um, but things things are looking good as we head into the second week of January and look at the transfer portal. Um, there's there's a lot of guys that uh, still are in there. A lot of guys that will be going in. See, that's 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 what the people don't understand. There's people that are looking in the transfer portal. You know, we are a couple months away from the pool opening up. A couple months away, but y'all know how it is on that first day when the pool opens up, the neighborhood, everybody's in there. But there's a lot of people that's. You know, sitting in the chairs, waiting on the right time to get in. They got the suntan lotion on. They got the bathing suit on. You know, Ben, if he's going, he got his Speedos on. Like, he's just waiting on the right time to get in. They're going to get in. Just waiting on the right time. And when they get in, you know, to move. So there's a, there's a lot of players that are going to go in in the next coming days, weeks, that Tennessee will have a chance to go out and get and address the needs of linebacker, address the needs of corner, address the needs of offensive tackle. You got one from from Florida and Mincy, but you need some more. Got to have some more. Got to have, have some more bodies over there. Address the need. Did I say linebacker already, Ben? I think so. I just want to reiterate and drive the point home. We need linebackers. Did I say safeties already? Mm-hmm. I just want to reiterate and drive the point home. We need safeties. Corners. Did I say, did I say corners already? I need to drive the point home. We need we need a couple of those guys. So, 
Um, ben, we gonna we gonna get in that transfer portal, man. That we we gonna get in there. We are going to get in there. And don't worry about all that. We will get in. How you feeling about the uh, Nayor pickup, or is it a lot of background noise there? You, 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 you little shot this morning. I love the Nayor pickup. I I wish Tennessee would have gotten Jared Verse. If if I had to pick between one or the other, I would have picked Jared Verse and instead of Isaiah Nayor, just because of what you said earlier. It's at a position of need, and receiver is a position of need because you need somebody opposite of Cedric Tillman to take pressure off of Cedric Tillman the way that Javante Payton and Valus Jones did this past season, and it's another weapon for Hendon Hooker. So I'm not trying to minimize the the addition because it is a significant addition. I just, I just wish we could have gotten Jared Verse as well. I, I think that that would have been a, a significant game changer for Tennessee. Several different publications view him as the top transfer on the market. So that, that would have been huge if, if Tennessee could have gotten Jared Verse. But uh, Jared Verse ultimately picks Florida State and Tennessee is back to the drawing board. And, you know, Caleb Tremblay, Jawan Mitchell, those those guys didn't become available for Tennessee until after spring ball. Um, so maybe you can you can find a replacement that, that is just as good um, before the season because there is still plenty of time, as, as you alluded to. So I, I hate that Tennessee missed out on, on Jared Verse. It, it really would have stung had Tyler Barron not made the decision to exit the transfer portal, not transfer out. That that would have been a huge blow if you you, you lost Tyler Barron and, and Jared Verse. Um, but Tennessee does get good news on, on the Tyler Barron front after we spent three hours on Friday uh, discussing <laughs> the, the, the Tyler Barron perceived departure. So although I was bummed about Jared Verse, I, I still really do like the pickup of Isaiah Naor, not only because of his ability to take pressure off of Cedric Tillman as I spoke to Swain, but he's a really, really, really talented receiver who just makes explosive plays. And uh, I'm really intrigued to see how it translates from Wyoming to the SEC, from, from the Mountain West to the SEC. That is something that he is going to have to prove. Um, but in his time at Wyoming, he was an explosive playmaker uh, at the receiver position this past year. He had 44 catches for 878 yards and 12 touchdowns. So that that should translate to the SEC. It'll be a question mark until he proves that it will. But that that's a really, really big pickup for Tennessee. And, and I love it because Tennessee did need another receiver to take off take pressure off of Cedric Tillman. I, I talked about it twice, one before, once before the bowl game, once last week. Like, Romel Keaton was in line to start <laughs> just based off of, of what you had. So, uh, Isaiah Nayor and Cedric Tillman, Hendon Hooker, that, that should be a really fun trio to watch. You, 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 forgot, about, you forgot about some guys. I didn't forget about anybody, and people were telling me that I was forgetting about Jalen Hyatt. When, when I tweeted on Saturday or whatever day it was, and I like Jalen Hyatt. I, I think he's going to have a good offseason and, and get this turned around. And I thought the Music City Bowl was a nice step in the 
right direction, but I can't put Jalen Hyatt in the same sentence as Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman, and, and, and in my opinion, even Isaiah Naor. Not yet. No, and not I, yet. I know yeah. Naor yeah. hasn't done it in the SEC, but he, he has shown somewhere that he can make explosive plays on a consistent basis in this level. Like, Jalen needs to go make plays more consistently before he's thrown into that conversation. He, he has done nothing on the field to be thrown into that conversation. He has the potential to, to be part of a dynamic three-headed monster, but I, this is how um, – expectations that shouldn't be placed are placed it, it's by just lumping in somebody because of their potential and uh, like Jalen hasn't earned the right to be you know just give an assumption that he's just going to ball out next year I love I love the culture on the Swain event it is not a you're you're just given the accolades you're given the hype I like the culture right now. Where it may not have been that way the whole time. Um, we, we've probably been bamboozled and tricked a time or two uh, and got caught up in the hype. But I like the culture of where we are right now. I like <laughs> I like your approach there, Ben, because it is an approach I 100% agree with. That, like, you you have to earn the, the conversation. Like, you have to earn the right for us to be talking about you in the same breath of a, as a dude – who just dropped a thousand yards? Who went out there and earned it and took it? You know, and you mentioned Nayor not doing it in the SEC, but at least he did it somewhere. And so, you know, these guys have to earn it. You have to earn your seat at the table. So, uh, this all season is going to be big for a lot of players, um, especially Jalen Hyatt. And it doesn't start when you when you when you get to campus. It doesn't start when spring practice starts. It doesn't start when you start throwing on the football field. It starts now, and it's every day. You clock in every single day. You have to clock in. Rinse due every day. Simple as that. So I, I, lo- I love I love those comments there, Ben. Uh, I want people to listen. I think you need to hit the breaking news. I think you need to hit the breaking news. Go ahead. I'll wait. Don't worry. Don't worry. H- hook it up, Ben. It's been a minute since you've been in the studio, man. You've been you know, doing a show in your draws. You can't do it. No, I'm not right like now. you. I don't do the show in my draws. Walk, walking around in your draws is is not as comfortable as as you make it out to be. Shh. Shh. Hush. Is that good enough? No, that's not good enough. I need the real breaking news. I, I need. I need. Turn it up, Ben. You got I everything the... all over the place in here. Now you're putting me on. On the spot. No, I, set, I, I set up just for you before I left to make sure that you're comfortable and you're ready to go. Well, the, I I'm clicking on, on the app that gives us the hotkeys, but it's it's not wanting to open. It like starts to open, and, and then it closes. Okay, well, that must, be, it, that must be an iPad thing. Okay. All right, all right. Well, do your breaking news trumpet then. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I was clicking on the wrong app. Hey, you do this all the time. If people think I control the hotkeys, it's actually you that it controls is, the hotkeys. All right, here we go. Silence. Right. Here we go. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Gucci Man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Little John. 
You ready for the breaking news? Yes. Caleb Williams Tennessee. is transferring to Tennessee. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. That's not, that's, that's not where I was going. Jared Verse has changed his mind. Nah, 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 nah. That's not where I was going either, Ben. Where I was going is Tennessee is a player with NIL deals. Where I was going was to let you know, and you might already know this because you plugged, but let the people know. Let the people know. Because remember, we had, we, had, we had a little stretch where, where, where folks was getting wrong information about what was going on with the NIL because they simply did not know. But I'm going to give you the information you need so you can be informed. I think it's important that you are informed before you start sharing your opinions about what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, it makes it make, it's a bad look. So I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help y'all out here. Y'all my family. I'm gonna. I got you. There's some things I can't say. There's some things I can. But I, I got you on this, okay? I got you. Tennessee is a player in the NIL. How, how, how much is Tennessee a player? This is what I can confirm. That Tennessee has multiple. And I'm not saying two. Because technically that could be multiple. Two can be a couple. Multiple. Tennessee has multiple players on its roster and will have multiple players on its roster with six-figure deals. Look at me, man. Like me one, one six-figure deal or they'll be bringing in six figures? Look, look at me. Look at the camera, man, so I know you're looking at I don't want to look, look at, at your me. ugly mug. Look at me. Look at me, man. I want, I want, put your eyes on me. Tennessee, multiple players with six-figure deals. Multiple players. Offense, defense, multiple players with six-figure deals. This is what Tennessee has right now. This is what Tennessee will continue to have and have more of. Six-figure deals. There's players on this football team currently coming in. Six-figure deals NIL. One deal. Confirm. One deal. No. Multiple players. Multiple players. I know, Benjamin. Well, I know. I heard I know the multiple players part. I'm saying like for an individual player, is he getting one six figure deal or is it like multiple matter. multiple deals that are equaling six figures? No, no, that don't matter, man. That don't matter. I'm just curious. That don't matter. The the amount the amount is all that matters. The amount's all that matters. Here. If you are a player on this, on this football team, if you are an incoming player on this football team, you don't really care how many deals it takes to get to that certain number as long as that certain number is met. So six-figure deal. It could be six deals for one person. It could be one deal for one person. It could be tw- six it could be a hundred thousand deals for that one person. It could be a dollar a piece. Whatever. We have multiple players 
Ben, where, where's your eyes, man? You got your eyes tucked in between uh, under that Steelers hat. Where you hiding, man? Look at me. I'm talking to you. I don't want to look at you. Fi- Six-figure deals, man. We got multiple players. So, let's And still let's couldn't sh- get Jared Verse. Hey, man. You, you got Isaiah Nayor? I wanted both with an F. I know. You're going to lose some and you're going to win some. I know. Remember, Ben, there's more people entering the portal. There's more people entering the portal. Don't, don't you worry, Benjamin. Don't you worry. There are more people entering the portal. Not everybody who is interested in Tennessee is in the portal. Don't you worry, my friend. Don't you worry. Ben, I got your back, man. You got my back? Most of the time. Oh, my God. Most of the time, huh? Okay, I think it's time to take a break, man. You need you need to get your act together, man. You, you need you need to you need some ginseng. You need to get your act. Together. Maybe it's a you thing and not a me thing. Maybe the, you need to look in the mirror. The Steelers are in the playoffs. John Morant is a, is second right now. MVP voting, in my opinion. You, you need some more energy, man. You need you need to get it together. I want eye contact. Next segment. <laughs> I, I want eye you. contact. I want eye contact. We, I, Ben, you are army brat. This is this is what they teach you first. You make eye contact. You sh- shake yes. hands. Good, a good firm handshake. When somebody's in front of your face, I'm right here, Ben. I'm looking, looking at, at you camera. on the wirecast rendezvous. I'm I'm looking at you pointing. I'm All I'm right. looking at your right hand on the mouse. I'm looking at All you patting right. your thigh and your knee with with your All left right. hand. I just want you. I want you to make sure. Put my hand up the table. I just want you to make sure. Why why you, both your hands are the table? I'm just it's cold in here, man. I'm just, I thought you don't I get r- cold. I was rubbing, I was rubbing my leg, man, because I'm excited. That's all. I was, rub, I was rubbing my leg. It's Thinking about John Morant. Nah, 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 nah. Let's go, let's go, Ben. Let's go, man. Let's take our first break of the day. There's, a, there's some positive. Lady Vol steals, smashing the competition. But twenty-five percent from three. It's a three-point shooting team. 15 turnovers. 0-4 against LSU. LSU. Uros, your best player on the road. SEC play. Two minutes away from being 0-3 in the SEC. Playing like, ugh, ugh. 865-255-03. We'll take our first break of the day live here at Betty Chevrolet Parkside Drive. Stay with us. you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. 
When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good news is that Tennessee is um, getting some players in the transfer portal. You lose some, you win some. That's part of it. It's part of it. The Lady Vols are, are getting it done. It's really cool to just see Kelly Harper build the culture and how her girls are responding, having fun. I mean, they've done a lot of this stuff, most of it, without Ray Burrell. Now you got Ray Burrell back. So this team had a chance to learn how to play with, without his best player. Sometimes you can be spoiled, you can be handicapped when you have a really good player like Ray Braille because you just give her the ball, you expect her to, to lead you. And sometimes humans have off days. And when you have that off day, you don't want your team to be treading water, drowning, because your best players have an off day. Ray Braille being out has helped this team function without her and play some good basketball without her. Now she's back. Oh, my goodness. So Lady Ball basketball is really, really, really fun to to watch and, 
and watch those girls, you know, play their butts off for one another and uh, and Kelly Harper. I want to have the same feeling about the men's team. I want to. I want to because, like, they're good. They're good dudes who work hard. The culture is the culture is good. The culture is positive. It's really positive. You don't have to worry about any drama. You don't have to um, worry about any type of selfishness for the most part. You don't get that inside your program. It's part of it. Uh, it's just a culture that we and everyone is kind of looking out for themselves most of the time. Like, I, I mean, I, I, man, I want to I, I want to feel that way about about the men's team, Ben, but I, I can't. Yeah, the uh, the men's team does not give you the warm and fuzzies. They, whew, Saturday was was rough. I, I'm not going to overreact a ton because at the end of the day, it's it's never as bad as it seems. It's also as never as good as it seems, but. Saturday was was rough uh, down on on the Bayou Bayou and uh, Baton Rouge was not kind to the Vols. It hasn't been since Donnie Tindall was the coach. Uh, that that was the last time Tennessee won at Baton Rouge, and and LSU is, is still a a really really good team. I'm not sure how they're ranked 21st in the country. That that's a top seven top ten basketball team. And, and they dropped. What's that? I said they and they dropped. They dropped after after beating us. I mean, uh, excuse me. They 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 dropped four spots at, uh, and they beat Kentucky last week. And I, I think it's because people don't people don't like Will Wade. Um, but well, the ranking getting, hasn't come out since I, they, they beat Kentucky. I understand that, but like they they're ranked where they are, which is like in the twenties with only one loss. Um which was at Auburn, who might be the best team in the country. I, I don't understand how you drop significantly after losing <laughs> to Auburn on the road. And that's yeah. the, the team's only loss. I guarantee you when the AP poll comes out around lunchtime today, well, I'd I'd like to think that they'll be around a top ten, top twelve team, but I, I don't have any f- any faith in these media members doing <laughs> the right thing and bumping them up because of what you just said? Because a they don't like Will Wade, b they they don't watch basketball. And remember, we we have media members that that if they don't like you, they don't vote for you. They don't vote for you. This this you know, it doesn't matter if it's college or pro. The these things happen. So I'm pretty sure Will Wade's going to get the short end of the stick, which I'm okay with. I don't, really mess with him like that anyways but the LSU team is good is what you were trying to say yes and and extending that point is like I'm I'm not going to overreact as much as the message boards and as much as Twitter did on Saturday night out of emotion look I get it I was frustrated as as well it was not fun to watch there are issues there are major concerns but they're the same issues and, and major concerns that we've had for for a couple of games now, I mean, we we talked about it going into the game, the the shooting, the execution, uh, a, a lack of 
presence in the post. I mean, it's it's the same issues plaguing this team. And it, it was not fun to watch on Saturday. That is for sure. But I'm not going to sit here on, on a Monday when judgment day on this basketball team isn't until March and, and say that Rick Barnes should be fired and this player should be cut and so on and so forth. Oh, no, that's 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 yeah, that's that's not talk that I'm anywhere close to, to having. Um, but something is definitely off yes. and it is it is early in SEC play. You got some time to, to fix it. But. You look at this league this year, this is the wrong year to be entering conference play and not have it somewhat, somewhat figured out because it's tough, man. This is the best league in America right now from top to bottom. I mean, ACC, they only have one ranked team, and that's Duke. Um, SEC is stacked and littered right now. It is packed. It is deep. They're about four or five teams right now that's better than Tennessee. And so you better figure it out. And just because you're better than doesn't mean that you can't lose because Ole Miss came in here and wanted to win a whole lot more in the first 30, 38 minutes. So, well, and to your point about there there being several teams at the top, Swain, there, there's a lot of middle-of-the-road mm-hmm. teams that are dangerous. Like, like Ole Miss. Like yeah. Ole Miss. Like Vanderbilt. I know Vanderbilt lost to Arkansas. No, they, who they lose to? They lost to South Carolina on Saturday after beating Arkansas on the road. But but Vanderbilt is capable of, of beating Tennessee with, with Scottie Pippen. I'm, I'm not saying Vandy's going to go out and make the NCAA tournament, but they are better than they have been in the last couple of years under Jerry Stackhouse. Arkansas is off to an 0-3 start in league play, which is very surprising, but but they're capable of, of beating anybody. They have the talent to do so. Buzz Williams' team – Looks really good. Uh, South Carolina tomorrow night has some some big bodies that Folky, Urosh, Olivier, they're, they're going to have to bring their lunch pail to work or for, for dinner, I guess we should say, since it's a, a night game. Like I, it, it, The SEC has a bunch of really great teams at the top, but there's some, some middle-of-the-road teams as well that if, if you don't show up ready to play, they'll beat your butt. Yeah, and, and- – Missouri beat you know Alabama. Yes, yeah, that's you know. another one. Yeah, so you you mean shorthanded just, too? Yeah, you just I mean this is not the year to be saying I oh, will figure it out next week. I oh, will figure it out next week. I oh, will figure it out next week. You turn around and it's February and your 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 clock is ticking. So this team has an identity. Um, defensively, they're one of the best teams in in America, but that's that's all they are right now and offensively it makes it it makes a little bit of sense but it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that this this basketball team that added so many different shooters guys that we've seen stroke the basketball justin powell beautiful stroke viscovi viscovi beautiful stroke um you know victor bailey Nice stroke. I mean, you look at these players that we've added. The Ken Chandler can shoot the basketball. We got, we got some, you know, Josiah has improved his stroke, but we can't shoot. 
and shooting a lot of it is is hey man the ball just doesn't bounce your way that that day the ball is just not going in that day but a lot of it is 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 confidence it is technique um it is repetition and these guys they they put in the work you know we hear about them practicing a certain type of way and doing it in practice well it's not it's not translating it's not going in and when it doesn't go in we don't have an option to say hey let's get the ball inside let's get the ball clear the clear one side of the court at the elbow let this person go one on one uh, go to go to the basket draw a foul make free throws like we we don't have those options right now even when we go to the free throw guys we're shooting we shot 62% from the free throw line six we missed 14 free throws and lost by what was the final score 12 and, and we, it, it really should have been closer than that that that's where i was was really frustrated on saturday night is like Okay, LSU got out to this 20-point lead. I, I don't know exactly how many points they ultimately built up a lead by, but Tennessee beating itself is – is Tennessee really should have won that game. If, if it just does simple things that, that high schoolers are capable of doing, they win that basketball game as crazy as it sounds. I mean, it, it's, it's the – it's the missed free throws. It's the missed bunnies. It's doing too much on layups, trying to go for a reverse and draw a foul. When if if you just go for a normal layup, then it's two points. But instead, you try to do too much and and you miss a miss a layup. And, and there were several layups missed, missing open threes. You can't corral rebounds that that are in your in your oh, lap. Yeah. You're you're, you're oh. dribbling off the side of your foot. I mean, the, these – we're not asking you to be Michael Jordan. We're, we're, we're asking you to be a competent college basketball player. <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even control the, the, the little things that every college basketball player should be able to do. Dribble, pass, get up a shot, make layups. I mean, it, it's, it's not that simple. And if they would have done those things, even despite playing poorly, they would have won. Is effort a problem? I don't think effort is a problem. I think there is some hesitancy um, that needs to be addressed from from Coach Barnes. Um, I feel like our guys are playing a step slower. I think our guys are thinking um, a split second more than the opponents. I think guys are playing a little bit timid because they're afraid of coming out. They're making a mistake. And... um, I think when you look at LSU, when you look at um, Auburn, when you when you look at Alabama, I mean the style of play offensively looks to be working better than what we're doing at Tennessee. It's not really a looks to be; it's working more. <laughs> like defensively, we're better. There's no doubt about it. But we we've already lost to LSU. We've lost to we've lost to Alabama. So something has to give. Like we we have to give our guys some some confidence to where they're making shots. They're not afraid to come out the game uh, by by making a mistake here and there. 
effort and defense should never be negotiable. You always got to have it. if you don't if you don't do it. And rebounding, blocking out is, is a you know a part of a part of defense. That is the, the the you know that's securing the ball. That's a part of defense. So if you ain't blocking out, uh, you giving up offensive rebounds. You you, you got to come out. I mean, you can't afford to win like that. So, but offensively, we got to provide some type of some type of energy, some type of confidence. And um, you know, everyone is um, focused on the quote. The quote. The quote, Ben. Oh yeah. Everyone is focused on the quote from from Rick Barnes uh, addressing John Fulkerson. And um, I'll paraphrase. You probably got it right there in front of you, but I'll paraphrase simply saying uh, that that Fulkerson needs to step up or step aside. And um, do I have a problem with the comments? No, I don't have a problem with the comments. I, I think the timing is a little pe- peculiar because, you know, the, the, John has he's he's battled COVID and COVID hits people differently. Um, you know, Fulkerson and, and Kennedy was out. Kennedy looks to bounce back, have bounced back a whole lot better than than Fulkerson. Fulkerson, I mean, he in terms he of not, energy. Yeah, in terms of yeah, in terms of energy. I mean. I, I don't I don't know I don't know the inside there. I can't pretend to know because I'm not in practice. But for Rick to expect more out of him, that means that he is he's doing it in practice and just not doing the games. You know, he, here's the fairest take on John Fulkerson. and I'm and I'm please share your fairest take, not your emotional. He he's from Tennessee. You like him, and you know he did he he's the only piece of the 2019 team that we loved and like ch- cherish your your fairest take on john Fulkerson. i'll show you mine i will share mine with you share you mine oh goodness i will share my fairest take with you john Fulkerson is a role player that is in a position that where he has to be a star player and he's not one yep he's a role player he he's an energy guy He's a come-off-the-bench energy guy. And he's been asked to be Joel Embiid or Nikolai Jokic. He's not that. Dirk Nowinski, he's he's not that. He's not. He's not. He's had two or three great games. And he's played here six years. John Fulkerson's not that tough either. Sorry. But he's not that tough. Physically. And mentally, you kind of wonder at times if he's tough too. Because I watched LSU simply take the basketball away from him. I mean, just take it. Like, just just say, give me the ball. And he just gave it up. Like, I, I saw that. And that's that's not mentally tough. That's not physically tough. That's, that's that is a display of lack of toughness in both areas, mentally and physically. The the free throws, John Focus has a nice stroke. The, the free throws, 50%, three from six, that's confidence, y'all. That's in the head. That's confidence. When you've seen the Uros airball a free throw, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Like, confidence-wise, Didn't I think. did Uros airball one on, on Saturday? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I just said. Uros airball. It wouldn't oh, I'm close. sorry. I thought I thought you were referencing John missing and 
No, I said, yeah, Uro's okay. airball the free throw wasn't even close. Like confidence, I misheard you. My bad. Is 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 not where it needs to be. But yeah, like like I think people get so frustrated with with Folky is because their expectation level is is not aligned properly. He he is not he is not a a, a, a number one on your team. John Fulkerson is a role player. And we we tried to make him more than what he was after Grant and those guys left because we said, all right, man, he's he's on the Grant's wing. You know, he's going to be the last Mohican. He's going to be, you know, the, 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 the holdover from this team. And we're, he's going he's gonna to take that spot. That spot was left over. Somebody has to take it. Let's just throw Fulkerson in that spot. That shoe doesn't fit. That's not who he is. He's a role player, man. That will occasionally have a good game, um, and I, I don't mean like occasionally good game. I mean occasional great game, like the Arizona and the Kentucky. He's had you know many good games, but he's had a few all SEC type of games, and that's my that's my fairest take on on Fulkerson. My fairest take. Without any emotions, as I as I watched him play over the last couple of years, not looking at him recovering from COVID, but just just period, just period. That's that's where we are. So now, who's it going to be? Maybe maybe this wasn't a big deal when it was said last last week, Ben. But when Olivier was asked about you know players on the team, and he mentioned Zakai Ziegler being the heart and soul, I was like. That's that sounds good. I mean, this 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 little dude is is tough as all get out. Uh, he ain't afraid of anything. But it was a little weird to me to hear a veteran player call a freshman heart and soul. And maybe he just didn't, you know, maybe it, it was it wasn't really he didn't really mean it that way. Maybe he just throwing words out. Uh, maybe I'm just reading into it. But who is the heart and soul? the basketball team. I don't I don't I can't tell from I think looking. the true answer is Santi. I think I think he'll yeah. be your and and may, maybe I'm not giving enough credence to the comment. I wrote a story on it uh Friday and then naturally Zakai played poorly on Saturday because of of course right after I wrote that story, but that's neither here nor there. I thought it spoke more to Zakai Ziegler than Tennessee's roster. That that because I, I had those same thoughts that, that you were discussing, but I thought it spoke more to just the how special Zakai Ziegler is more so than Tennessee basketball because you, you've you've heard similar comments, maybe just worded differently, about several guys on this team. Rick Barnes has talked about Josiah Jordan-James being the glue guy and, and being – the the extra coach on the floor and and kind of being the the guy that leads the way and then you hear olivier say that uh santiago and zakai are the heart and soul of the team uh you you hear rick barnes talk about those two being the the most consistent because they 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 bring it every single day. You you hear 
Uros talk about the importance of John Fulkerson after the game on on Saturday and how big a part of of the team that he is. So I, I not not saying that Tennessee's basketball roster from a mindset perspective is is where it needs to be, but I I took it more as Zakai Ziegler's just kind of an outlier more than it is a reflection of Tennessee's roster. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I took it. Yeah, I think I think um I don't think it's uh oh, that quote says it all. I I'm not looking at it like that, but I'm also not just saying, "Oh, that's it's nothing." It's nothing cuz it's 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 something. There's there's experience, there's talent on this team and they're not playing right. And you have you know, a, a, a Hall of Fame coach, and a lot of people get on Rick because of you know his style of throwing players under the bus. Now, it it would be good for Rick to be like, hey man, it all starts with me. Buck starts, you know, starts and stops with me. That would be good, you know, for people to hear that. But the only people that really matter to me are the players. If the if the players feel like that that their own coach always looks at them and never, you know, says, hey, that's my bad or I should have put you guys in a better position, um, then, I mean, that's – it's how they feel. We have seen Rick Barnes, and this, this is not like this is the first time that Rick Barnes has called out his best player or one of his, you know, experienced players. He's done this with, with, with Grant. He's done this multiple times with Folky, and every time he's done it with Folky, Folky has responded. So that's what I expect to happen against South Carolina in the next game. I expect Folky to respond. I have noticed Olivier. Olivier has played with some grit and some toughness. Just needs to he be had, more efficient. He he needs to be more efficient. Now, a couple times he was kind of barking his teammates, man. Just you know, there's a ball sitting right there. He 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 was not the closest to it, and. LSU got it, and he was not happy about it. I liked it. I hey, I, I liked ten, it too. Tennessee needs more of that. That that is, I think that there's there's two big issues that is three big issues that that are holding Tennessee back. I I think one, I think the roster is is flawed. I I don't think that that Rick has done a good job of of piecing the roster together in my opinion over the last couple of years and as a result of that misses in the portal misses on the recruiting trail bringing in guys that that you improperly evaluated now you're playing a bunch of role players like I, I agree with what you said about Folky that he is a role player he's not the only role player that that is being asked to do more than he is capable of I think Josiah Jordan James is a role player. I think Josiah is a very good basketball player, but when he's your second or third scoring option, I I, I think you have issues. And I, I don't know why the ball doesn't go in for Josiah, but it it doesn't. It doesn't. And I don't get in. it because you look at his shot and you say, okay, I mean, he's got a nice-looking stroke, and the ball looks like it's going in. It does not go in, and this is the third year now of it not going in. And, like, at some point, it doesn't matter what you shoot in practice. It doesn't matter what your form looks like. The ball doesn't go in. And if I see him 
take one more corner three, <laughs> I will lose my mind because I love Josiah. What if, it, he, what if it's he, open? No, he, because he shoots it all the time and it never goes in. <laughs> it never goes. He's I I if I had enough time, I would go back and watch every single game this season. And I wish it was like the NBA to where we had these stats at our disposal. But Josiah's um, shot chart on the season, I think he has taken 15 to 20 corner threes with most of them being wide open. And I don't remember a single one going in. I, I remember threes on the wing going in and, and threes at the top of the key going in. But I don't I can't remember a single corner three for Josiah that has gone in this year. So at some point you gotta stop taking it. But but like he is a role player. Olivier is a role player. Urosh is a role player, if a role player at best. He was the best player on the court for Tennessee Saturday. Yes. yes. He 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 was but still he He's a role that, player. that should not be the case. Uh, so yeah. I, I think that this roster is flawed because of some misses in the portal and on the recruiting trail and some some evaluations that have not gone Tennessee's way. Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's since Grant and Kyle Alexander left. I mean, it's it's been one missed evaluation in the post after another. I mean, that's what it's been. So I, I think that's an issue. Uh, I, I think this team has a mentality issue. I don't think they're soft. I, I think the conversation of them being soft is emotional. I think it is an overreaction. I And quite frankly, I, I think it's ridiculous that people want to call this basketball team soft. And I know that this is a whole separate conversation that we can maybe get into an hour or two. But if you want to know what a soft team looks like, go go watch last year's Tennessee football team, the one that went three and seven. That team had soft characteristics to it. Uh, go go watch the first Jeremy Pruitt team when you had players dancing on the sideline when they were losing at Nashville. Th- those are soft characteristics of a football team. At the end of the day, this basketball team is 10 and four and, and still has a chance to be really good. This team isn't soft, but that also doesn't mean that they don't need a mentality change. It, it needs it needs that Olivier approach that you just talked about a moment ago, Swain. Um, and people think that just because they don't have a bunch of dogs on the court, like in Auburn or LSU, and look, that frustrates me that Tennessee doesn't have it. But that doesn't automatically mean that this basketball team is soft. Uh, so I do think they, they need a, a mentality change. That, that's my second thing with this team. And it, and it ties into to the third one. And maybe you can wrap up two of my three concerns into one is yes they, they need more of that Olivier and you know I'm a bite your neck off if, if you don't get the job done they need more of the Lamonte Turner Admiral Schofield mentality but the third thing that concerns me is that this team plays so tight and again maybe they tie in together but I, I think it's I'm separating it as a separate issue because I think it's a result of Rick Barnes's coaching style. And I'm not going to sit up here and and pick apart Rick's coaching style because it's led to a Hall of Fame career. He knows what he's doing far more than I can when I'm playing Monday morning quarterback with a mic in front of my face and, and venting and, and just am frustrated with Tennessee losing to Will Wade on Saturday. But I think that this team plays soft. Like Justin Powell, when he checks in, is is playing tight. 
the, wait, you said they are they playing? Wait, I misspoke. I didn't mean to say something uh, like that. I meant to, I okay, meant to say okay. playing tight. I think this team is right. playing tight. I misspoke. Um, just I'm how, I'm on, I'm on a I'm on the I know, playing I know. soft train. I know, I know, I know okay. you are. Um, I think they play tight, and I just don't think that they have the mentality that they need. But just because they don't have the mentality that they need, I don't think that means that they are soft. I just I'm not a social. Like we're we're losing using soft too freely and too loosely, in my opinion. I think we're forgetting about how a just of an insult that is. And like I'm sorry, I'm not ready to label this basketball team as soft. I'm not gonna do it. I think I think mentally we we are a soft basketball team. I mean, I think if you if you say you look at physically. We get on. We we dive. We dive on on the floor. We're not afraid to 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 skin up. You know our knees and the elbows. And I look at that as physically being tough. I look at that. Uh, we don't physically back down. I mean, we don't get punked like that. But when you when you miss fourteen free throws, when you're letting somebody take the ball away from you, um, when when you when you when you're making the mental mental errors. Because the the crowd noise and the moments getting to you, and you're doing it consistently, that is that is mentally weak. Therefore, that's soft. I think, um, and and I understand where you're coming from. Because listen, we've had this conversation many a times when we've had different you know hosts co-hosts on this program who just threw the word out there without really understanding what what they were saying. They just they just say it soft. And so I appreciate how you approach, you know, this um, this topic with 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 care and respect, um, because there there is a a physical component to this. You look, you take a football player and he can't he he's afraid to contact. He don't want to hit. That's soft. That that is physically being soft. But if you you take someone that mentally can't weather the storm mentally can't lock in for uh long moments uh, long periods of time who is fragile mentally that's that's soft in a different different way and that's what i'm talking about mentally we are not where we need to be and uh listen i've heard rick allude to to that as well yes uh, no one's questioning how physical this team is because defensively, you can't be one of the best teams in the country and be physically soft. You just can't. Yeah, we're mentally requires. soft. Well, I mean, but offensively, it's it's why we are struggling offensively, in my opinion, is because we we are not tough with the basketball mentally. Like we, I feel what you're saying. I just and you just don't want to say it. I get it. It's not even that. I just don't think that that is the biggest issue. I I think it's – I think the biggest role, is one of role, it. Role players playing prominent roles and and poor execution and, and playing tight because they're, they're, they're terrified of what the reaction is going to be from the coach. Yeah. I want to make one point, one more point before we go to break. Um, you know, Kenny Chandler has six turnovers, only four – three assists, and – He's really the only guy on this team that can that can go get his own shot, get his own shot, and make things happen, create, and make things happen for other people. Uh, he does it 
with ease. It's the times that I think he tries to do it that get him and his basketball team in trouble when all five sets of eyes on the other team are looking at him. He's the top of the key. Everyone is either in help or in denial, and they can see him. You you get the rotation. You get a set going to where after a couple passes, he gets the ball on the elbow. He gets the ball on one side. Now you let him create. But for when he comes down off, uh, you know, inbounds, toss in, or, or you know, a transition, uh, getting the rebound, getting out to him, but he's taking it a little bit slower. And all the defenders are just looking right at him. Man, it's hard to beat guys off the dribble and take it all the way to the basket without encountering five guys swiping at the ball. Let's try to get the ball around, get guys out of position, and then let's put him in a position to where he can he can create. He can make guys miss. He can go one-on-one. I think it's the times when he go one-on-one that gets that gets him in trouble. Maybe we look at, all right, man, he's our best one-on-one player. Let's use that to advantage, to our advantage. But there's just a time and place to do that within the 30 seconds, you know, on the shot clock. It's not in the first five seconds. It has to be in the middle of the shot clock after a couple ball reversals. So we got to we gotta figure that out, man. Because Kennedy's like, listen, nobody else is doing it. Like, nobody else is going. So... If if nobody else is going, then I'm gonna go. And you saw, you know, a really bad shot in the offense. I know it led to points on the other side, but I mean, it was a terrible shot. But Kenny's looking around like, yo, wh- like nobody's doing anything. Let's, let, you know, no one's driving the ball to the basket. Everyone's looking shell shocked. All right, well, I just go one on five. So we got to use his talents, I think, a little bit better. And he has to understand when to pick his moments to go one-on-one and correct. I wanted to say that before I forget it because I know we need to move on uh, in hour yeah, number two. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to touch back on the, the folk yeah. thing because I did not like Rick Barnes' comments. Okay, that's fine. That works. Let's do it. 865-255-03. Hour two, we are live here at Beta Chevrolet Parkside Drive. Over 150 used and new vehicles for you to choose from from cars and trucks backed by their warranty for life some of those most of those are uh, so come on in get the details you need drive off in style here at Beatty chevrolet go to the website check out their inventory at BeattyChevrolet.com. stay with us <laughs> 